0: Welcome back to your favorite swimbait podcast, Scales and Tales, episode 34 today, uh, roundtable with, with three very good friends, Riley McDonald, Brian Speller, and Anthony Kaiser. Um, you guys know who Brian is. He's been in a couple episodes. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys probably know who Riley is, but I'll let Riley introduce himself, and then we'll get to, get to Anthony, and then we'll jump right in tonight. I'm
1: Big Mac, huh? I like to welcome. I huh? <laughs> uh, personally like throwing swimbaits in Texas, but I'm stuck in South Carolina, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah cuz so my name is Riley mcdonald um i'm a fucking i'm a travel welder um i throw swim baits you know here and there but mostly i'm a oh. travel welder um but yeah i'm a travel welder i love throwing swim baits conventional i love throwing it all
0: uh yeah yeah <laughs> all right anthony introduce yourself mister hey what's going on it's Liver King here
3: uh just real quick <laughs> Uh, before we get started, shout out to my YouTube channel, go subscribe. We're only 999,642 away from a million. So we're going to try and hit that by the end of the year. Um, I lived in Cali for four years. I caught three swim bait fish. And ever since moving back to Pennsylvania, I've caught, uh, probably about the same number. So somewhat of a subject matter expert, but you know, we'll get into that
1: happens
0: yeah go ahead riley hell
2: yeah all right so well let me go find it
0: fuck one second oh
2: my gosh you do know your instagram
0: i'm pretty sure it's riley mac fishing if i had to guess yeah riley mac underscore fishing um oh my god be sure to follow bro I'll, I'll put it in the description like i always do don't worry riley they'll find you i'll make oh, sure yeah. of it <clears throat> Oh, on that
3: note, um, I'm selling this to Mono x uh, lefty. You might have seen it posted. Uh, best offer takes it. I need gas money, so. How's uh, $100 down? Okay, no. We're going to start with 400 but we'll get into that later, I guess, once we get on the subject of reels.
0: Okay, here we go. <clears throat> um Fuck yeah, we really don't have a topic for today. Uh Brian you you've been Brian, you been doing any fishing lately? You've been a little while since you've been on? No,
1: actually. I haven't fished at all. Uh, well, actually, that's a lie. I bought it at episode fifty and I've been fishing that thing a little bit. It's pretty cool. Um uh, I have not caught a fish on it yet. I've seen some pretty cool stuff in lieu of giant over 10-pound fish, but never... haven't haven't caught anything on it yet. That's about it, yeah. though. I, I mean, really, I've been fly-fishing a little bit, but, I mean, mm. Eric doesn't seem to like fly-fishing, so I guess that means I don't like fly-fishing because I throw <laughs> leviathan, but...
0: Oh um, um, caught some fish today. That was about it. Caught two. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but I got... So- Soak's, oh. not, Soak's okay. not even the word, dude. Sammy? Super soka. No, no bass. So moist I wish it was tail.
4: Would have been nice for
0: the salmon, dude. Moist, moist isn't even the word. Like the Two dude, points. it was, it was ridiculous. I I watched the water raise for the hour I was fishing, and that was at the point in time I was like, ah, I need to go because I need to wade back, and I I don't feel like getting swept away in the current. <laughs> but, dude,
3: I con- love rising water fishing. Fishing in the rain is. The absolute best time to fish in my opinion. Yeah.
0: I agree. I agree. Especially like river fishing, dude. Like dude, those fish get yes. so pissed off with like the pressure dropping and stuff. Like, like the first first bat like the first fish I caught today was a largemouth and cast it oh, out, yeah? worked it out of a worked it out of a uh <clears throat> out of some current. And it was probably only like this bait, the the S waver is only like four inches under the water and I'm like two cranks in, and I j- I, you just see this bone S-waver just get swept to the side. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's a fish. Reel into it. I'm like, yeah, it was, that's freaking sweet. Watching them eat is the highlight. No matter if they're big or small, it's so much fun.
4: Heck yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that- I absolutely smoked
3: a decent one on the rat the other day. It was like, uh, what was it last week? Or this weekend? Um, we were getting absolutely pissed on for like 48 hours straight. Uh, I was up with my grandfather's just smoking some dove and I was like, you know what? Like I'm up here to fish. So I put the kayak in pretty much just committed to the rat the entire day. Uh, just fishing like, you know, rip rap cranking it as literally close to as possible. Like throwing it on a rocks and then teetering it in. And I caught a good, decent number, you know, for Swim Bay fishing. I guess, like five or six. Most of small. Uh, missed another five or six. But then I had one that was actually half decent. It's the one where I'm, like, in the yellow rain slicker, you know? That yeah, I know it. what
0: you're talking about, yeah.
3: Where, I, where I'm, like, naked under it. And then, um, yeah, dude, literally cast
2: it as tight, these cattails, as I could.
3: Cranked it one time, and it just absolutely smoked it.
2: Uh, it had to be, I
4: don't
3: know, eight inches of water that he hit it in. And it, we got like two inches. So it was like pretty much all new land to this fish. This fish is probably hasn't seen that in a while because we haven't gotten rain in, in months.
0: But, uh, yeah, I've seen It's
3: the best eat I've had in a while.
0: What? I absolutely yearn lake fishing right now. Like I, I'm pretty sure I use that word right. I want to do it so fucking bad, but it's just shit around here. <laughs> you have to river fish here. <laughs>
4: That's fun though.
3: Oh, dude, yeah, it's, it's a blast.
4: Been a while since I've done You've, it though.
3: So you guys, but you're you're closer. I don't want to say like creek, but but it's you're not talking like the same no, or
0: anything no it's like that right no 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 that's why I like i hate that it goes from creek to river because i would not classify this as a river like yeah i can cast across it i would say um i don't know i think we need to come up with a new a new descriptive word for a flowing body of water that isn't a river. creek, but it's river.
2: <laughs> a river
0: yeah river junior something i don't know but river junior. yeah i don't know
2: yeah, it's have it's a, something. River river backwards,
3: revie, river <laughs> river. <laughs>
0: um yeah, it's not crazy big at all. It's also not small. Like I've definitely caught fish out of smaller, but this it's not so, saying river is putting it nicely. On. How long
3: have you been um,
0: fishing this? Uh since like July since I moved in, so th- July, 3 months. Was, uh, 6
3: months? Uh 3 months, so like does this six place get, like <laughs> Does this place just get blown out with water? Like, do you, so this is my question. Do you find that the same fish are staying in the same locations? Like lakes, like you'll catch the same fish off the same plane yeah. off the same lay down. Are the fish doing the same thing? Or when these, like, when these fucking queavers get absolutely blown out, do these fish get pushed down and new ones push in or what?
0: So... I've caught fish doing the same exact thing I've been doing for the past couple of weeks, which is like casting up onto the spillway, letting my bait plop in the water, letting it flow for like three seconds to the current and then ripping it out. I've been catching fish since like, fuck uh, what I've been catching fish doing that for a while, probably since I moved in here in July. And there was a, there was a bridge piling right outside my door that I could catch fish on when the water was super low and like it, it held a shit ton of fish and I haven't fished it as much because I hadn't been catching many fish out of there since the water came up. And I'm assuming, since the water rose, they shot all upstream to the uh, mm-hmm. overflow at the dam overflow, and they're just sitting there gorging when shit gets washed over the spillway. If I had to yeah, guess, probably. probably I'm no fishologist. Snag salmon, just getting you know, oh back well, in. dude, that's that's the thing. This is like this is like an inland river, if that's what you want to call it. Like there's there's nothing. It's bass. Pike, crappie, rock bass, bluegill, dogfish, bowfin—whatever you want to call them. There's no trout or anything in here. It's like landlocked, <laughs> I guess, is what you would call it.
5: Um, yeah.
4: That which is kind of nice. Most
3: rivers are landlocked to some degree, I
0: guess. <laughs> it's uh,
3: it's... otherwise, would be an ocean. I think
0: there's <laughs> there's a, there's a <laughs> word for it. I don't know what it's called. There's there's nothing cool in it. It's all it's all lame shit in here. I know exactly what you're talking about,
4: like which is nice people.
0: because because like it's not like overpopulated with people because there's like salmon or steelhead or anything <laughs> in here, but it's also like guys coming down here <clears throat> and fishing live bait and just throwing fish in their Yeti that are twelve inches long. Which ideally, it's awesome doing. I don't care. It's Those are my the best fish. eaters.
3: <laughs> twelve inch to twelve pounds are the best eating size. Well, it's oh, so <laughs> all of them. Well, <laughs> me
1: personally, I like bass. I eat I eat the crap out of them. Like, if if I catch a I bass anymore, oh, fried. There's no other way.
3: Mm-hmm. I didn't you think they wrap
1: them. You know what? No, I like eating fish. I don't like eating bacon all the time. I mean, I like bacon, but like <laughs> people, that's like doves, dude. The only reason people kill doves is so they can eat bacon. They don't even, they, I you don't even taste a dove. feel
3: like a big man, but then I wrap them and bake them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Everyone's like, man, I love eating doves. No, you don't. You like eating bacon, bacon, jalapeno, cream cheese. Be honest with yourself.
3: Dude, dude, don't even go there with the cream cheese. I fucking hate cream cheese. Monterey Jack. I'm telling you. Monterey Jack in the jalapeno popper, in the, in the jalapeno, top it with a dove breast, wrap it in bacon. That's way better than the cream cheese.
2: Dude, I love cream cheese, but I eat that shit straight out the tub.
3: Oh god, is that growing
0: trees? (laughs) Two different ends of the spectrum right now.
1: (laughs) Me personally, I like all cheese except for blue cheese.
3: Toe cheese?
1: Blue cheese, dummy.
3: That's toe cheese, though. It's the same thing. Oh, that's where they get it from. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I feel like I I couldn't tell you the last time I had. Okay, Okay, yeah. Right? so like when you fucking, <laughs> dude, when you smoke a dove, it's like the best feeling in the world.
2: Ugh. Yeah, because those stupid fuckers are so quick, bro. They're like little missiles. Like, yeah, they are. I, they're freaking, they're freaking sharp, dude.
4: Yeah, they are. They, they really are.
3: <laughs> Top three toughest birds to shoot, in no particular order: red-tail hawk, doves. Ostriches. Eagles <laughs> ostriches
1: are tough to find, but you know, sure. If you find one, it'd probably be a pretty. I bet if you can hunt ostriches, it'd be a really fun you hunt.
3: Can. You can, and at least in Pennsylvania, they're considered an exotic species. So, like, if you First. see one, it's fucking fair game to like mow it down. Like, the same with a lion. I don't, I don't 100% know if you, you'd probably get in trouble. <laughs> But if I saw a line in the woods, I'm pretty certain I'm allowed to shoot it based off of, like, PA game <laughs> law. Like, I'm serious, too. I know we had a peacock running around on camera, and my teacher was just going to assassinate the thing. Because it's, like, I don't even know. There's no peacock season, obviously. So it just falls under the closest animal. So probably, like, a deer or something.
2: Yeah. Or a turkey. Dude, turkey. Peacock Well,
3: really good. <laughs> well, peacock meat. Have you ever seen peacock meat? Yeah, it's no. purple, isn't it? Yeah, me either. I, what, what the fuck? What if <laughs> it's purple? <laughs>
1: it's purple. <laughs> it's purple. I mean, all right, man. I guess it's purple,
0: I guess. I Hey. No, Riley, what I'm looking at, it looks just like a chicken. It is not purple.
2: <laughs> I was thinking because all the colors on their feathers and shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that meat's got to be the same color as their feathers. No, nope. yeah, I, I don't, you mean, know, personally. I don't think that's how it works. Well, it makes sense. You you know, seen, turkeys, uh, turkeys are black, and that meat ain't black on a turkey, so I mean.
1: Where you, hold on. Wait a minute. Reverse what you just said. This yeah you just, step you just...
3: you just unsubstantiated your claim.
1: Say what you just
2: said, but say it slower. I went backwards, bro. I went backwards.
1: No. Oh, we know you went backwards, but say it yeah, again I slower.
2: slower. So I was yeah, like, say it for the audience. So I, I was thinking, you know peacock meat might be purple because they got purple ass feathers and what did you say about turkeys i said turkeys you know turkeys are black so you know but they got white meat so maybe that's not how it works with a peacock well, they have dark meat
0: turkeys have dark, they got meat. dark
2: meat but it ain't purple meat
0: dude yeah, i should go smallie fishing feathers. right now it's not only pouring it's it's a torrential downpour right now wow Sounds you should awesome. throw a rat you should I cut can, the dude, tail dude.
3: off a rat, send it to me because I lost mine, and then throw it that way so they can get in their mouth. Dude, honestly, I've only fish. ever
0: caught—I've only ever caught a couple fish on a rat. I don't know what it is. Like wake baits are not my jam at all. I don't know. I don't know if I just suck with them or if I just suck in general or what. But wake baits are like bottom tier for me.
3: Oh, uh, dude, come on, bottom tier. They're I've caught more fish on a wake bait than any probably the
1: best producing swim bait I've ever thrown is a wake <clears> bait. <throat> if you just want to like think... catch fish, you can throw a wake bait and it'll catch yeah. fish all year yes hundred percent i mean yeah. I mean except for like when it's like the water's like thirty eight which it is for from like December to February here, but I mean some people do it at night they will eat like, it. they'll eat it if they want it, yeah. And they just kind yeah, of tag it. Know. They just can't even help themselves. They just come up and bink. Yeah, What's your
4: season's
3: looking like right now in terms of like when are are you guys looking at fucking fall? Are we in winter time in Washington? Like
0: <laughs> winter time?
3: <laughs> we're
1: in whatever it, time it has the worst wildfires. Well, second worst wildfires I've ever seen.
0: Would, would that be the west?
1: Yeah. That's it. No,
4: no what about to the west season?
3: Cameron, your September is is wildfire season in Washington.
1: Yeah. It's pretty That's bad right now, dude. Elk, huh? I mean, not if they're in it. I mean, well, <laughs> the problem yeah, is it's, it's just like shut down. They they've shut down like uh, a bunch of the units that you can hunt on my side. So Washington elk hunting is weird. They've got it to where, if you buy an elk tag, you have to declare what side of the state you want to hunt. So, like, and the state's divided the by the cascades. Tag. Yeah, so you can either hunt the west side, which is your Roosevelt elk and like, uh-huh. rainforest country, and then your east side is, like, your Rocky Mountain elk and desert and high prairie mountain, or, you know, pet, what's the word I'm looking for? Plateaus? mesas. No, it's a, it's a Ponderosa, Ponderosa country, so, like, Way stuff off. that looks like Arizona or Idaho kind of hunting, and then the West Side's like Roosevelt. It's a pretty unique hunt.
3: What's your preference?
1: West Side. West Side. West Side. No,
4: um, it's just uh less crowded.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. there's less elk, but they're. I don't know. For some reason, like I feel like I can find them here way quicker than I can, and I can stay on them because I live, you know, close.
0: That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> there might be a lot of elk in the other units, but I can't stay in that. Like you know what I mean? Like I can't get
0: and access them as easy. Yeah, as, like, I can't go day.
1: Yeah, and like it's the same thing as deer hunting. It's time on this time in the woods, so.
3: I was gonna say, isn't that the biggest thing with elk too? Is like once you locate them, it's it's actually staying on them and staying with them for an extended period of time. So yeah, like just knowing where they are
1: or knowing what their their loop is. A lot of them have like a feeding loop they'll do or like a migrational loop they'll do. So like every five or six days they'll hit this river I hunt. They'll cross it, and so I put my camera on the crossing, and sure enough, I've got the the herds come through in different groups that like every 5 days so timing that it should be like Thursday they should be there but I don't know if they Mm -hmm. will be or not that's why I shot my cow last year or shot my elk last year but never found him someone Mm -hmm. found him that's all that matters somebody's eating no they didn't eat him they just took the (laughs) head I'm assuming it was him I can't even say if it was him I just know he was found within a mile of where I shot him and he was missing his head and he was a big bull for Washington. So,
0: damn.
3: <clears throat> At least the head didn't go to waste. You know,
1: somebody's got that thing hung up ah. on their wall, telling this crazy story about.
3: I know. I there. know.
1: I don't even want to think about it.
3: They're probably fucking talking. Oh my god. They're like, yeah. What's this new state record? Smoked it. Pulled it in five yards. Five yards.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Stabbed him with my arrow. <laughs>
3: How
1: about, how about baiting? you guys do a lot of that? Baiting? For, no. I mean, you're allowed to, but like, how do you bait a herd animal? You know what I mean? Like, how do you bait Lots something that eats more than animals. cattle?
0: Like Five tons of co- five tons of apples. <laughs> you literally yeah. need like
1: a trailer full of hay to keep them around in a certain corn, area.
3: You know?
0: Well, it
1: sounds hey, like you got to feed you corn. You
2: just got to implement it now. They have acorns out there? Or no.
4: <laughs> Can you imagine the... <laughs>
2: Can you imagine
1: all the, the acorns, acorns it would take? It would take the, if you could fill a truck bed with acorns, you could kill every it's deer in a, in a country. You think that
2: elk eat the acorns or no?
1: Dude, everything eats acorns. Every undulate eats acorns if they can find what's,
2: them. What's an undulate? A deer? Hoof-toed or, animals.
1: Hoof-toed oh, okay. animal.
2: You think cows yeah. eat acorns? Did you
1: know? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, they oh can yeah. find Dude, them. Cows eat
3: everything. Cows would eat a bacon-wrapped largemouth <laughs> that
1: wait hey a man, chickens eat chicken wings. I know that for Dude, sure.
3: I came out one time.
0: Deer will pick up deer legs. Popeye. Wrong with them.
3: I had like a <laughs> chicken tender and some fries <laughs> left over. I was like, "Dad, do you want them?" He's like, "No," nah. and he's like, "Just leave it on the kitchen counter." Left it on the kitchen counter. Fucking ten minutes later, I look outside. My dad's beating the chicken tender in my chickens. I was like, absolutely <laughs> disgusted. That's funny. That's actually
1: pretty funny though. I mean, I, I hate to be the guy, but that's that's hilarious.
2: it was it was pretty uh, yeah, looking back yeah I've seen point. deer
0: I've seen deer eat perch and stuff before.
2: <clears throat> I was gonna say I've heard yeah. deer eat some pretty crazy things.
0: dogs yeah, like... do.
3: when they're pregnant, they need extra protein, so they'll eat like baby birds and shit. you ever see those videos? I've seen the videos, no. but
1: I didn't think that was why they did it.
3: A, Is it? Right. it's the it's, it's whatever. they need more protein. They're pregnant or post pregnancy, like after they get rid fucking all the nutrients and depleted or something.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's
3: usually around that time, I guess. That's crazy. I didn't I, know anything I about know, that I just know
4: like,
0: I just
3: know
4: like we've ice
0: fished before. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I was just saying, I know we've ice fished before and like this pond had a shit ton of like small ass perch, and so we were throwing them up on the bank and before we left there was a shit ton of deer eating up all these little baby fucking purge and i was like holy shit shit, i didn't know that that's a fucking thing yeah
3: could you imagine we we actually we actually had a pet deer
0: (laughs) i've had like three or four pet deer when i was growing up so like Dude, it was pretty fucking crazy. They'll literally eat anything. Like dog food. Dude, they fucking love dog food. Cigarette butts, not a problem. Like, not a dude, problem. they fucking they eat anything. They do not give a single shit. Cigarette Derek, butts. or
2: not Derek. Brian, you should try using um some fucking largemouth basses as a uh, bait up there for elk.
0: Maybe. Maybe I should. It, it's so weird. They like, I don't know, if you have a domesticated deer. It's literally the stupidest fucking thing ever. This deer would try to get on the bus with me, the school bus with me in the mornings.
1: That's pretty cool, actually. Like, I dude, mean, somebody yeah, shot that's...
0: it. Oh damn! Dude, man. dude it, it had a what bandana. Timmy, it, me, it had a bandana. Oh, oh dude, this was. was Timmy, fourth grade. What was it? Dude, he had <laughs> an orange 2010? bandana, and he would. Yes, yeah, somewhere around then, like yeah, he, would, he would, a do the loop that shot him, huh? Or a Crip, What is
3: it? Man was fucking wear the. <laughs>
0: no, dude, it was that a it was a kid condition. during the youth hunt. A kid during dude. the youth hunt shot him. Dude, they dang. knew this deer. They knew this deer would come in, and this dude, this fucking deer, poked its head into the into their blind, and so they walked him out and they fucking <laughs> shot him. <laughs> no way, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my gosh! Dude, he, was like, he, like, <laughs> he was like he was like dog. Fuck. He was like three terrible. and a half. He was uh he was an eight point I want to say, and dude oh, like they knew him both. like they would feed they would feed him donuts and everything like he would go to the tackle shop and the people at the tackle shop loved him and then I'm like ninety percent sure it was the tackle shop's oh. grandkids who oh, shot him no yeah did you get oh from then on out or what no no they didn't care <laughs> they didn't tell us I don't know how I don't know how we ended up finding out maybe they posted it on Facebook or something and took his bandana off but like a, a domesticated deer is pretty distinct to like you can kind of tell like if you look at a deer and you're like oh yeah that's the deer we've had for the past three years that we've raised <laughs>
3: he's wearing a collar since Timmy <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah dude he had an orange collar and then he had an orange
3: bandana too
0: <laughs> that's so funny i mean it's so bad but that is so
1: funny oh, dude, like it's it's pretty funny <laughs> i mean that's like i tough. feel i don't even know how to feel about that i guess <laughs> but you know, there's a they, it it happened um, at home. Some guy shot a monster, and we used to hunt this. Like, I don't want to say it, it was a neighborhood, but like, if you guys have heard of Seek One, like on yeah, YouTube, yeah. like
0: dentist offices and shit.
1: Yeah. So we have a spot. I have a couple spots like very similar to that with freak deer on them. I just haven't lived in Tennessee for who knows how long. So it's not like I haven't really been able to hunt those deer but i've got pictures of them i've got pictures of this specific deer his name was uh God, what was his name bb big boy and uh bb i think it, i forgot i don't want to say the last name of the people who fed him but like he would like come in their house and like they put like christmas bells on him for like <laughs> christmas like well, was, yeah i'll
3: let you know when you're getting close and
1: oh dude bb was huge bb bb went from like they stopped seeing him like they stopped feeding him. I think they got in trouble or something like that. And they stopped feeding him, and then BB freaking got loose one November, early November, and someone smoked him, and he was freaking two hundred. He's a two hundred one inch deer.
0: Oh my god!
1: Damn, he's a freak of nature. Like, <laughs> and he had a. He like he had like a uh, he had a brother too, and they would always run together, like in their bachelor groups, and they were. I'm pretty sure they're the same set of deer, like same birth set, and I think the brother lived and they found him dead or something like that. But I'm pretty sure the brother lived, or whoever killed him kept his mouth shut, like a smart guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's like a (laughs) like a feral feral, uh, like a tame deer will literally just walk up to you, and if it's a buck like timmy he used to fuck with you like he'd put his antlers down and he'd like try to push you around and shit dude it's it's so fucking weird he'd be like i'm gonna get you (laughs) yeah
1: and then timmy got got rest in peace
0: yeah dude there was actually there was a 20 point that got shot up at home a couple years ago and literally uh the guy was driving home looked in the ditch and this fucking buck was like pretty much passed out from exhaustion from chasing these does around dude went home and got his 20 gauge came back and fucking shot it <laughs> yes. in the ditch. <laughs> uh, did he get, did he get caught? Well, it was legal cause it was his property, but I mean, Oh shit. It's just, it's just really frowned upon. I would assume.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. That should be encouraged. Encouraged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, I mean, easy.
0: Oh, that's
3: the that's the way to go about right?
1: I get it, I guess. I... Still, just kind of like uh...
3: I hope my tag just eat venison all year. Don't even have to worry about it. Saves me climbing up a tree.
1: Saves me climbing up a tree. I shot. I shot the deer I killed this year at seven yards. Oh,
0: my bad. It was nineteen. <clears throat> it was a nineteen, 19 point.
1: Points. I killed a nineteen pointer.
0: Hold on, I'll send you guys this picture. And you guys are going to be like, yeah, this looks like the type of guy that would just <laughs> block him as Bobby Schmerda yeah. from his truck. Bobby Schmerda. <laughs> oh, shit.
3: All okay, right. Yeah, dude. All right. Real quick question for everybody. All right. You could kind of get us back on, on swim baits. Kind of, sort of. What oh, is God. the best food source for big bass? Oh. Single food source. Oh, there's trout.
4: The obvious one. Trout. Okay. It's trout. trout? Yeah, it's trout.
1: It's there's not it's a salmon it's...
3: or all or any salmonoid. well
0: what's that? I mean, what's do you other...
1: consider trout a salmonoid, or do you mean like it is? Isn't it? I mean, yeah, like yeah. It's a. It I think it's a,
0: a part of it.
3: And then you
0: yeah, got you I'm got yeah, kokanies,
3: kokanies. Yeah, kokanies are a, like a salmon, I think, I, aren't they? I was gonna say, yeah, aren't they like the fucking the creme de la creme? I guess they're like, they, the like little
0: yeah, shit, so, aren't they? Yeah, kokanee
1: so, would probably be like if you had to consider like what would be the best like for growing them to freak sizes. It's gonna be kokanee. Isn't
0: that what's well, in that, Washington, like, I, like in that mountain lake for smallmouth?
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, that's what all those smallmouth that uh. Do you see that picture I shared on Instagram?
0: Oh, Joey yeah, Walton.
1: Yeah. yeah, that those That's are so... all coconut eating fish.
0: That lake, yeah, those cow- guy that was on Millican, right? Yeah, yeah, I
1: thought yeah. so. Thirty five pound in- bag.
0: That lake in Cali that
2: produces them world record spots has coconut too. I think. Yeah, those are coconut oh, eaters. Oh wait, so okay, I wonder honestly
3: what the so we kind of talked about this a while ago, guys. I don't know if you remember, but like the overall caloric density. A certain species of fish, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah. for those that don't know, we were talking about it earlier, I give nutrition advice, you know, cholesterol. So, what, so, a gram of fat contains nine calories as opposed to a gram of protein containing four. So, obviously, all fish are made up of either fat or protein in terms of macronutrients. I wonder what fish that, tr- that bass eat has the highest ratio of fat to protein to maximize how many calories there is because that's what it's honestly, trout it's trout it's got to be or trout well, yeah that, well I'm saying I'm saying trout or kokanee or some other or or whatever it may be it's it's got to be one or the other it's got to be a salmonoid because they're they're significantly higher in fat than like a fucking perch
1: but like listen be. listen listen have you ever filleted a, a bluegill and seen fat
0: that's what I was just about to say have yeah. you ever no, filleted no, a salmon no, and no, not no, seen no, no. fat.
3: They're, well, I uh, yeah, no, but uh, what I'm saying is between the two, right? So, like, clearly it's not bluegill, it's not it's not perch, it's whatever, whatever, right? Like, even a bass eating a bass. But like, I wonder if there's like a certain species or you know genetic line of them that they stock that is like genetically so holy grail.
1: determined to be higher.
3: Yeah, like a, that is, like a triploid. Yeah, it's a triploid
1: trout. A, a triploid, triploid
2: trout
1: stocks as that? a fingerling. It's a, it's a trout that's had his, uh, it's got growth hormones added and it's reproductive oh. organs.
0: It's uh, pumped full of GMOs it's around, it's a
1: no. Yeah, it's, it's sterile. sterile. It's a sterile you GMO.
3: Make trout grow like fucking tits and just put on like so much fat. Dude, these things would just, oh my God. Could you imagine the fish that would come
0: out of these things?
3: That'd be Crazy. We should do that.
0: We I wonder do if a I can buy, buy like a thousand of them and drop them in my river.
3: Just fuck up the ecosystem for a little joke over a discord.
0: I like it. <laughs> Dude, I don't live here. Like, <laughs> I live here, but it's not my home, water. not, it's not my problem. He said it's not my problem. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to be gone in um, at least
1: two years. <laughs> These twisted teas are like my right problem. Hood.
3: For people who fish Cali or people who have never fished Cali, um, because I've fished there for like three years. Not that consistently, but I went out enough to kinda know it. They take trout and they dump them in water that's like eighty degrees and they all just die. Kill them, Yeah, fry them. They the bass just go and then just like swallow them. And then they just like swallow another one. Like you'll see a bass just go and just like swallow like three dead, you know, fourteen inch trout. And they like just don't know any better. Like
0: Dude, that's that's it, gotta it, be it, what those bad uh, what those uh the Matt lure or dead wait, dead is that what the – Yes, yeah, that, yes. that's that's gotta dead be dead what twitch? that's for.
3: A hundred percent. Yeah, I would. I'd rather fucking put my balls in a vice and cut off my left pinky <laughs> finger before I fish at Matt Lure's dead twitch. No hate, Matt Lures. Love your two piece old school hard gills. I sold mine, but like, there is no <laughs> way. I have the patience for that. Like there is no fish really? worth catching that I can just say. Yeah, there is.
1: Just... Yeah, there is. No, no. Dude, they work. No. Like they work. Uh, no, like no, it's
3: not a. Saying, I, I don't doubt that they work. There is, there is no fish in freshwater that's worth catching. I don't care if it's a fucking sturgeon, a white sturgeon, world record white sturgeon. I'm not doing it. Dude. That's like, like, just me. Take a 100 hey, at you. you.
1: Do you like, yeah. do you have like a spot where you like consistently see a big fish? like yeah. one or two yeah. like yeah. like a dock on a certain lake where you're like oh yeah there she is take yeah. like a eight inch hud or a 68 hud and soak it in like i use uh, garlic but any mm-hmm. scent anything to get the human scent off, and fluorocarbon line throw it out and just let it sit there like it'll get bit I, I they don't can't stand. It. They can't stand it being in there. It's not even that. It doesn't take as long as you think either. Like, have you ever seen no. like how a, a deer comes into a decoy? Like when a deer sees a decoy, it's coming in to fight it. Like when a, when you put it in front of a fish, it's gonna happen probably within five minutes. Of, of I think there's a slight there.
3: difference between uh like a sixty eight or or a HUD right being right in the zone of a known big bass and you're just like, you know what? I know this lake in California is literally like a fucking dick's length long. And I can just throw this thing out there and sit all day and then catch one giant fish. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. And here's the thing. I didn't, I haven't caught one of those fish out there. So I don't know if I really speak on it. I'm just saying my opinion in regards to it. Yeah. I would hate to do that. Personally. Uh... No shame in doing it, though. You know what I mean? Dude,
1: I'm telling you. Like, that not is probably the off. most. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's the most addicting bite, like, besides a glide bait bite ever. Like. What? What? Dude, I'm telling you.
3: Dude, have you caught fish on a Huddleston? No, 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 no. Dude, I'm not, I'm talking to Matt Lore's dead twitch. Oh, oh, <laughs> on, oh, oh, oh. On top of the water. Fucking. You literally just, like, you take out a cigar. And you just start beating off, and then you come back eight hours later. Something swallowed it, maybe. Fifty-fifty shot that, or an osprey took it.
1: You're oh doing yeah, that? you could <laughs> never, you could never fish one of those up here. As many eagles are up here, never. Well,
0: you, <laughs> no, did I talk to Steve? Like, and he's like always having eagles take his shit. It's dude, so been,
1: bad. It's so bad, dude. They're I've everywhere.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right. Actually, my bad, Pimp. I
3: saw a lot of eagles last time like, pretty, uh, creepy. I was like, oh, I haven't seen a bloody dreamer and I saw three.
1: You know, you still have, like, uh, three or four days to fly in and come kill an elk. I should, dude. You just quit this job. Uh, no, I didn't quit
3: just, I'm quitting it tomorrow.
1: Oh, for real? Oh,
3: Yeah.
1: Shit, dude, just drive.
3: I gotta stop. Uh, oh,
1: dude. Just drive. I just the tag is, back. the tag is $700, okay? It's $700. $700?
3: That's cakewalk. I'm selling this Xense six fifty, so I just need to find the other fifty dollar discrepancy. <laughs> we'll send then, you the fifty dollars. Okay, then I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, you know, make it up to you in some way. We'll figure that out when I get there, I guess. But you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what um, happens in the woods stays in the woods. Whoa! I was gonna make a nutrition plan consisting of like, you know, all wow, liver, and kiwi skin, but. We can do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, wait. Okay. So to 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 go back, what's your guys' opinions on like, you know, what? There's a big fish swimming around eating trout that are dying off the top of the water. I'm just gonna throw this hunk of plastic out there and wait. Are you guys doing that or?
0: Uh, how big are we talking? Ah. Give me give me a give me a size.
3: Uh, uh three to twenty five pounds. Um.
0: Fine, well, yeah, I'm I, doing it. If there's, there's chance,
1: if there's a chance of catching a a ten pounder, I'm yeah, I'll do it. but like
0: for how long?
3: How long? every day will, will, I, will I soak a bait these guys do? How long
1: we a I'll, I'll
3: fish, I'll fish one, if I know Three hours three hours three hours. Yeah, these do. bass don't move for six to ten hours. i I, I started <laughs> fishing one day. This bass is under the dock. With the trout sticking out of its face, I came back in off the boat literally six hours later. The bass looked like it had
0: moved. Oh, oh, dude, that's why you got to snag them. That's like well, the whole okay. the whole reason well, there's trouble do you, looks.
2: Why, why do you if think you I can them? Oh, I used ahead, Ryan. you seen them eat their trout? Yeah. Just fucking fucking live line
3: live a half
0: line of trout.
2: trout." That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think you can in Cali.
3: Even if you, yeah. I don't think you. Like, even if you buy them.
2: Well, fuck Cali and their rules. They'll do it.
3: No, no, don't fuck Cali. I like Cali. They have good coffee shops. But, like, the the okay. fish, like... Better than Starbucks? Things, things yes. Oh, so much better than Starbucks. Don't oh, dude, the use of that.
0: minnows for bait is prohibited uh, in all major trout areas in California. In general, live fin fishing for sale for sale is bait must be obtained from registered aquaculturists, which must be, like, what Derek does except for longjaw mud mudsuckers, staghorn scalplins and yellowfin gobies <laughs> which huh. which may be taken from wild under a commercial fishing license.
2: Holy fuck, there's a possum out here.
0: What? Oh, dude, what? you can't even use you can't even use bluegill?
3: Well, I might have. Blue, <laughs> bluegills and old.
0: sunfish are considered game fish with daily limits that cannot be netted or used as live or dead bait uh-huh. what how does that mm. that does not make any sense can you use That's frogs? frogs is, uh, are,
3: if you skin them they can't really tell what it is
0: so <laughs> frogs are not listed as game fish species that may be transported or sold therefore oh, frogs cannot be used as live bait in california where many species are protected what dude what
2: Dude, frog Is sense. Canadian, it's fish.
0: fishing with corn illegal okay cool corn is prohibi- permitted as bait for carp in california <laughs> can you use Dude. crawfish yes Craw for the fish? most part remember th- well
3: not remember but back in the day that's how they used to catch all the biggest fish in cali it was a crawfish on a jet oh, yeah yeah and like four pound line and then they would just they would just catch like a 20 pound fish put it in their cooler, and show it off That was like the thing.
0: (laughs) Dude, speaking of cooler and showing it off. So I, uh, 2019 before COVID, I flew out to Richmond, Virginia for the big Richmond Expo. And Phil and I are walking around because we were helping Victor with the booth. And Phil and I are walking around, maybe going to get like a lemonade or something. And there's this snakehead charter guy talking. He's, like, talking to everybody. He's talking about how they catch the biggest snakehead around. He's got a big one of those big white chest coolers. Dude, he lifts it up. There's, like, four snakeheads in there. He's like, you see that thing? He's like, that, yeah, that thing's fucking huge. He's like, that's what you get when you come book with us. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on
2: here? Hell
4: yeah, dude. That's marketing.
0: crazy. Dude, that's it's such it was such a weird experience. I'm like, I am probably never gonna see that ever again. Dude's just mm. sitting at a fishing expo that's like 90 degrees inside with these snakehead in this cooler. No ice. <laughs> There's no ice. At no, all. ice in
3: there? oh, yeah. no, no ice, dude. That's how you make the best fish. It's yeah, like yeah well, he starts breaking it down right away.
4: Dude,
3: I caught
2: a striper last year. I caught a striper last year in Texas or a year before last in Texas. I didn't have any ice. It died on me on the water. I had it chilling in the back <laughs> of the Hobie for like three hours and I went home and ate it and I got sick as fuck,
0: bruh. <laughs> Our striper like super fucking pussy. Like they'll die like being on boga grips and shit. Like it I, I know people I know people get griped on for that, like using boga but, grips or even just scaling striper. I freshwater striper, I think. I was fishing
2: a triple trout. I was fishing a triple trout on like 12 pound line. It took me like 20 minutes to get it in. And I mean, I think that's part of the reason, you know?
0: Yeah, the thing was fucking exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the fucking
2: reason. done, dude.
0: I think it was done. Yeah, down but
2: there like that's, the fight.
0: that's why, like those inland lakes <laughs> in Mar- Maryland and stuff, like people get pissed when you do catch and release because it's like, I, I'm pretty sure it's like the thought of that fish is going to die no matter what you do because they're yeah. so like frail type. I guess.
2: You know what, yeah. though, is I caught another striper. I caught three more striper after that first one I caught. All, you know, 12, 13, 14-pound range. But when I caught those other ones, I caught them on 20-pound line, a Revo Toro 61, and an Okuma Extra Heavy. And I winched them in, in like two minutes, and they all swam off super strong. So I just think, I mean, I, I don't I know those guys in Tennessee, you know, they catch big stripers and they release them and shit, you know, them river system striper, but it might be different with the river system striper versus the lake striper. You know, I feel like them river system striper might be a little bit more, um, stronger, I guess. Cause they
0: live in a fucking river. Yeah.
1: As they do. How long?
0: How how long can striped bass survive out of water? This is this is what Google's telling me. If you're looking for how long can a striped bass live out of water, you must know that it is less than two minutes. When it comes to a a striper fish that has been caught after angling or any other fishing technique, the answer can be minutes. as small as thirty like, seconds. I've killed Dude, that's every why I've
3: like, ever had.
0: <laughs> that's why like these guys when they catch them, like people people get pissed off when you throw them back, and I think it's just because like the fish is gonna fucking die or at least that's that's what everybody thinks is gonna happen yeah. i don't know i i want to catch one so bad they look like so much fucking fun
3: well you know what that's a big thing and this is we're going on a tangent here again but like
4: it's the, really uh, okay <laughs> like
3: the, the fishing in jersey when we go on like a charter boat dude every charter boat captain obviously wants to like catch their limit and makes him look better but all they do is they talk about these like i haven't looked up the numbers on it but they're like Every fish you catch fucking dies, whether I kill it or it swims back down, it's already dead. Because like, especially like the pressure change, obviously, like you bring these fish up, tongues are like blown out. It's their, it's not their tongues, it's their swim bladders or whatever. Their swim bladders, yeah, yeah, and they're all like like it's a quarter inch undersized, but now it's dead anyway. And you know what? Like, it there's some you know truth to it. Like a lot of the fish you catch die. Which is like you know nobody wants to
0: admit it, but, but it's just yeah. It's just d- there's there's definitely some fish I release that I'm like yeah a raccoon is gonna be eating good tonight. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like I don't want to keep it, but there's a there's an off chance that it may swim away. Like if it swims away, it, it stayed alive in my book. <laughs> but yeah. it, I mean it happens. You definitely kill a fish or two every once in a while.
3: Yeah, Ricky, the guy from that lives under the bridge is gonna fucking not starve tonight (laughs) Uh, yeah hands out yeah
0: i don't know it's like i understand like handling your careful handling careful handling fish and stuff but to a point like if a fish like clobbers your bait like if if it's like a flipping flipping rig and it's like down its gullet like Mm -hmm. dude there's, there's a point in time where you can you can sit there and you can fucking put mountain dew down its gills so it cauterizes it and shit but right? there's there's a point where it's just it's just not going to help that fish was way too greedy <laughs> it fucking yeah. it wanted your shit too bad like those people
3: who are like if you just push it through and then you pull out its asshole uh yeah it might have a chance of survival and you just like pour his it entire intestinal track out and then like <laughs> it looks good like a bluegill like a
0: bluegill like blue type thing. looks right to me
3: <laughs> yeah it's- like it's not even bleeding from its mouth shitting out its fucking heart yeah it's dead and you know what you'll probably get hate for saying that nobody knows who i am so i don't care um but like it's just it's just the fact of the matter you know sometimes they die if it died oh they yeah died. for sure
0: dude and that's like i um like that's how it is like salmon fishing like if I'm not gonna if, mm. if I snag if I snag this thing and I let it go, <laughs> somebody else is gonna snag it ten yards upstream and they're gonna keep it. So like, I I hate I hate keeping salmon because when when I catch them, it's like way upstream and they're like beat to shit and it's like yeah, oh, uh, this is just for a picture. <laughs> dude, the so, salmon
1: are running so the no, salmon are dude. running like crazy right now here. Dude, catch them. I've never been a salmon angler. I don't even know how to do it, to be honest with you. So
3: oh, here. I'll break it down for you. You take your fly rod, right? Throw 50-pound braid on it, probably. Um, <laughs> just tie it off to the tip of the rod. Run 10, 12 yards. Put a fucking... The hook the Hold on. You're
1: cutting out. You're cutting out. You're, you're cutting
0: out. out. You're cutting out. Where or you're walking I away at? from your microphone, one of the two. Uh, the last the I last heard was 10 to 12 pounds. yards. 10 to
3: 12 yards. Oh. 10, 10, no, ten to twelve feet worth of the fifty-pound braid on the tip of your hook, and then you put like probably about an ounce to ten ounces of split shot about two feet up from the hook. You want to hook with the longest shank possible, okay? You want to have, and then the fucking tip as far offset from the shank as possible. Uh, basically, just increase the surface area you can grab. And then what you're going to do is you're going to put like something super bright on the end. Anywhere you can do a salmon egg, a sponge, yarn, y- a, glo- a glow stick, yarn, like <laughs> glow anything stick. you want. And then you're going to cast upstream of the salmon. You need polarized sunglasses and a flashlight. It works good that way. And then you just let it sink down next to the salmon. And when you think it's in the relative place of these three foot long fish, you pull horizontally as hard as you can until you feel it stick into the fish, anywhere from the mouth to the tail, or the, to the tail,
0: the mouth of the motor, one of the two. <laughs> the I have a yeah, lot of luck uh, with the,
4: the dorsal thing.
0: That's that's what a lot of people do, and uh, and then and then they get it in, they take a picture, and they realize the fish is rotting, and so they throw it on a yeah, stringer me, and say that's one for the smoker.
4: <laughs> it's
1: literally
0: that's one for a smoker yeah dude that's like i I think it's kind of crazy how
1: we just let the we just let michigan steal the pacific northwest culture like that
0: yeah just plant them in here and just say yeah yeah
1: like now salmon fishing is a michigan thing
0: dude i don't know did there was an episode i don't know who i was talking to exactly um Dude, Michigan makes an absolute fuck ton off of salmon fishing in the fall. yeah, uh, Michigan. Cool. I
1: remember who you were talking to. Ah fuck. I don't, know. Uh,
4: I don't know who was it? Um maybe was it
0: hold on, I'll look through the episodes i'll I'll have to think here. um dude, that's how New York
3: is, too. like Pulaski dude, like ninety percent of their entire income comes from like a two or two month span or something during salmon season it's crazy
0: was it charlie lambert maybe that's who i'm thinking of maybe that's what i was talking about. i think it was from charter fishing dude michigan makes uh how big is the fishing industry in michigan a 2019 report published by the michigan united conservation clubs claims recreational fishing in michigan generates 2.3 billion dollars in economic activity
3: Damn. Dude, it's, Dude,
0: it's fucking ridiculous that's billion. nuts
1: you said with
3: billion a with a b of
0: money.
3: yeah that's a b, lot of money. Billion. whoa that's a lot yeah.
0: of money how much how much is the great here. how much is the great lakes fishing industry worth seven billion dollars God, Do you know something It support oh, ow, more I than 75,000 jobs. Dude, that's fucking that's... crazy. Yeah, it Dude, is.
1: we should we should freaking all move to Montana.
0: Mm.
3: Or, yeah, Wyoming. Wyoming, or Wyoming. Wyoming, Wyoming. You think Wyoming. there's some good women out there?
1: I know there is. Oh, hey, Love yeah. yeah Riley. <laughs> you
3: say there's women out there? Good-looking there
4: women one or two. to see men. <laughs> I want to see men, Boy. Dude, yeah. I found
3: an Amish gas station in Wyoming. Weirdest thing of all time. Dude, Wyoming no is, is,
1: is amazing. You sure they weren't just freaking like settlers? Benetrites? You didn't just you didn't just stumble <laughs> upon them. <laughs> they were just they were still looking
3: for gold. They might have been. I don't know. She looked pretty <laughs> Amish to me. We have a lot of Amish here in PA. So like, dude, do you guys remember when
0: I, Anthony used to look Amish?
1: Yes.
3: No, I don't. What
1: are you talking about? Dude, I know I know you know what this is like, but I did like a nine mile frickin' foot march. Rock. Foot march. Yeah. Rock. And uh oh. I got this cyst on my shoulder. Have you ever seen the Dr. Pimple Poppers like videos? Yeah. I've got a cyst like that on my shoulder right now. It's literally like the size of a uh of is it you ever a cyst seen, or a- no, it's a cyst. No, it's a cyst. It's it's like cream cheese from filled. Oh,
3: it's
1: cream <laughs> cheese filled. That's like, Riley's favorite. To, like, actually,
3: actually some hell, nah.
1: we'll, uh, here? I was thinking we use the pus from this, wrap it in. Yes, yes, doves. That's yeah. yeah. But no, dude. <laughs> hey, you have doves? Oh, <laughs> I just got my face. Sorry about That's... that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we have doves, but like not. Well, we might have doves on uh, my end. But like Eastern Washington's slam full of doves. It's just there's like thousands and thousands of acres of just rolling wheat fields and power Dude, lines.
0: Bullshad just came out with the lemonade series of the bacas and pink lemonade, grape lemonade, and blueberry. I'm hoping
2: he has some of his air fresheners for sale.
3: Blueberry is the most overrated flavored drink of all time. Like,
0: Huckleberry. Huckleberry's really good. What are you talking about?
1: Have you ever had Blueberry Simply Lemonade?
0: Yeah, it's just
1: gasping. That's, that's my favorite single drink
3: drink ever. That's that No, 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 that's a Calypso. Yeah, it's Calypso, you're right. What's the Simply Lemonade? Is that the Capri Sun? No. I was gonna say, I don't have kids, so I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really know about that.
4: Yeah, I fucking left pre
1: Okay, my bad. Um, <laughs> I don't know where
5: to go. To this one,
1: <laughs> dude. My company, uh, uh you know, what? actually, I'm not gonna air out my job. Um, freaking Amazon is your company. I got, no, I got a leave form signed and everything by the commander, and S1 lost it. So now I, I, but I made a copy of it while with the signature. So they're gonna be like, "Oh, we don't have it." And I'm gonna be like, "Yes." Yes, you do, actually, and just freaking whip it out.
3: Can't wait. Yeah, when are you going to do that? Paid. I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, but hey, money keeps coming in. I'm not complaining. You're still getting paid? You got to that real. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So that's why I have a paycheck scheduled. Like, I, my direct deposit's gotta hit. So I got to spend it all before they catch on. So They, they can't really take, uh, you know, swim baits from me.
2: They can take an excess ex- 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 fucking real from you, though.
1: I don't know, dude. The military yeah. loves to like wait to back pay you and then never. like, Or they yeah, love to wait wrong. to back pay you and then take as soon as they figure something's wrong. Like,
3: Yeah, they, they don't waste time by uh, taking their work, but they don't they'll
4: take their sweet time giving you yours. Oh, dude. That
1: was the most disgusting thing I think I've ever had on my arm.
4: Did you just pop like, it? It literally
1: smells. Yeah. Oh fuck bud. It was so big it didn't even hurt. It was just like there. Yeah, Honestly,
2: you should have filmed it and put it on TikTok. Satisfying videos.
1: Should have. Dude. I don't see my thing is with bass fishing, I'm kinda wait till it gets cold again. Like what? actually cold again. Like what? not cold, but like cooling. Like, 50, good cooling. like water temps what, in the
3: water start. Stop.
1: Yeah, well, as soon as it starts raining again, it'll drop the that'll drop the water temp like crazy.
0: I just had I you just had somebody underrated? message me on Instagram and say, "Bro, you should do a striper roundtable because we need info bad." And I was like, "We just talked, we just shit on striper for like three minutes." <laughs> I
3: striper? love I love striper. Um, striper, the most fish of all time. Can't even was it, it was with of me.
2: Yeah, okay, I think. Okay.
1: No, but you weren't with me. Oh, yeah. You remember you hooked the one and it broke off.
2: Yeah, triple trout. Triple well, trout. No, was it? It was a baka. No, it was a baka. No, yeah, it was a baka.
0: But I um, think we open up a bow fishing season on striper. What? Is there not already? Yeah, Ooh, yeah just, just, we, mean, we don't. We don't have here striper there. here.
1: I don't I just, <laughs> know. I just, can can even find them to, If you could find them to shoot them, I've never actually seen a striper underwater unless it was following a bait or eating a bait. Dude,
0: that's that's what well, I've, I've heard. It's like they just, they just teleport. Like, you'll be fishing, and you'll just see one behind your bait. Like, they just fucking come out of nowhere and eat it. Well, I the think... ones in
2: the ones in Texas, man, they just, like, the ones, like, three, three out of the four striper I caught were on Gizzard Chad schools, but you couldn't, and they were at night, but, you know, even if you shine a flashlight on the Gizzard Chad schools, you could normally, I mean, you could still see bass and shit, you know, flashing the Gizzard Chad, but them striper, they wouldn't flash or nothing. All the, all the big striper I caught, or big Texas striper, they were all under in like on the bottom of that Gizzard Chad school, all on 250, but they'd all be on the bottom underneath that Gizzard Chad school. They wouldn't be up top or anything like that. I have to let now, if I was catching largemouth on the school Gizzard Chad, you know, I could burn that bait across the top and I catch a largemouth. But if I want to catch a striper, it's like you let that 250 sink below, you know, below the Gizzard Chad school, and that's where you catch the striper. How but, fo- how like far below are we talking?
3: Are you talking like way below or just underneath?
2: Not not way below. I'd say I mean I think that spot I was in was probably probably seven feet. Eight, maybe yeah, seven foot. Oh, that's
3: it. Oh, seven foot?
2: Yeah, that's it, bro. It super it, it was the most badass little spot for striper to be. So basically a spot I was fishing the um uh the Guadalupe River.
0: Oh, okay. I fished there before, just once. Yeah. So,
2: there's this little spot,
0: and you know, basically
2: the whole Guad, it's all it's all spring fed. It's all fucking like it's like 65, 70 degrees year round. But I was fishing this little spot, and it had a creek that would come out, super tiny creek. I'm talking no wider, maybe than six foot wide, and it had this really small little feeder creek, and there's a but there's a spring in the back. So that's what kind of actually would you know feed the a lot of uh, like that warmer water in those gizzard shad would just stack right there at the creek in the creek it go from like it go from like eight foot of water to maybe a foot of water and they would just the gizzard shad would just stack like right there and their striper and largemouth would stack right there as well i mean you could one cast you could cast in there you catch a five or six pound largemouth and then the next cast you can catch a 13 14 pound striper it's just that's kind of similar to
1: what we fished in Tennessee when I was home,
2: yeah, yeah, similar to that, yeah,
1: Holland saw it though, like those striper are weird. so like we have like springs underwater, yeah, and you know what's crazy is we talked about this on the pot on the round table I got deleted, but the the springs underwater, so when the water gets hot and in, in you know my home lake, it forces all the striper to either go to current. Or go to the springs, and the springs will be like these, like I don't know, six foot wide, maybe, holes underwater. And it'll obviously be cooler water. And they'll all, like... I'll get to that. So I threw... There's these, these springs. I threw a glide bait through with uh, Colin, or with my wife first, and like a 40-inch striper just follows it out and tries to eat a workhorse at my feet. I'm like, oh, that's what's going on. So... I came back the next day with Colin, and we had like five or six all at the same time slashing at uh, the big paperweight and then the workhorse. But we could not get them to eat. But what we did do was try a live bluegill, and they ate it, but we couldn't get them to stay on. So, circle hooks. but it was really cool. I mean, I caught them in there in springs uh, in like July, just uh, dropping like sitting on top of a spring in like twenty foot of water. It'll be for, it'll get, it goes from like five to twenty. There's like this hole, and I literally just dropping a one ounce jinko uh, booty shaker underwater, just vertically <laughs> jigging it.
2: See lakes like that and the spots in Texas. It it's what like after I I think I fished I think I fished. In Tennessee for six weeks while I was up there, and just in those six weeks, it made me want to move up there. But it's the same thing with Texas. All my memories, all my fishing memories, everything from Texas makes me want to move back to Texas. Just because the East Coast fishing, it's not like South not not all East Coast, but South Carolina, North Carolina specifically, it's just complete shit compared to anywhere else. Tennessee, Georgia, freaking. You know, whatever. It's just, it's not, it's not, it's not all shit. You know, there's some good lakes like Santee and, you know, some of the lakes out in Raleigh and stuff, but, and some of the Western North Carolina lakes, but.
0: Just majority shit.
2: Majority (laughs) shit. Like where I live in Charlotte, it's absolute (laughs) shit for swim baits. It's just, it's terrible. Like if I want to go fishing in general, swim baits aside.
3: What about fishing in general, swim baits aside?
2: Well, so like the conventional, conventional is fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I got. In the winter times, I'll get on really fun. Like, you know, I can catch, you know, this is not it's not great, but for Lake Norman, it's pretty good. You know, 12, 13 pounds of spots on cranks in the winter time. Like I said, it's not great just because Norman, Norman just is the big spot. They're not like that, you know. I mean, I think the biggest spot I've caught out of Norman is like two and a half, but if I go to Santa Chain, which is in South Carolina, which is Kiwi, Hartwell, Russell, Kiwi, um, Clark Hill, all big those lakes. Kiwi guy, big Kiwi Ooh. guys. So Kiwi, I can go to Kiwi and almost catch a four pound spot. I'm four. I can catch a three and a half, four pound spot almost every time I go out there. Same with Hartwell. It's just so what's the that... biggest
3: difference in your opinion that makes it? Is it? Are you talking? Is it forage? Is it the aggressiveness of the fish? What is the biggest difference you notice that makes them not as prone to hit on a swim bait?
2: I think it is the forage, and okay. I think it is the lack of big fish. In I mean, the Catawba chain, which is in Charlotte, has big fish, but
3: what are we talking? Whatever reason, some metrics, some numbers, like big fish. Yeah, just to like oh, kind big, of give us a reference point.
2: So, you know, Norman, Norman's got big largemouth, not big largemouth. Norman's got good largemouth. You know. You can catch 3- and 4-pound largemouth, which that's pretty big for Norman. Um, okay. Same with the spots. The spots you can catch, you know, you can catch 3- and 4-pound spots. You can catch 5-pound spots. A 5-pound spot to me is, like, once in a blue moon, you know. And that's what I'm saying is, like, Norman, you know, I caught a 4- and 3-quarter pound largemouth out of there last November, but that was the last time I've caught a good fish out of there. Other than catching, you know – and their spots the spots are good you know they're good like lengthwise they're good they're like 19 20 inches 21 inches they just don't get fat uh, and I think that has a lot fat to do with...
3: do they not get dense
2: or they don't it... get fat and they don't get dense but I think it has a lot to do with the amount of small spots that are in that lake okay. versus Kiwi Kiwi's got a lot of small spots but Kiwi, Kiwi also has trout in it Kiwi has trout it has I think Kiwi has herring in it um And it's got Hmm. obviously it's got bluegill and shit like that. But Kiwi and Kiwi, Kiwi, Kiwi sets up a lot better for a big bait bite. Kiwi's right in the foothills of the uh um right in the foothills of the mountains and shit. It just sets up better for the water's really clear. It's like 15, 20 foot of visibility sometimes. It just sets up better. And they and in Kiwi, I would when I, I caught I caught a four and three quarter pound spot out of there December 31st last year. And, but I caught down one on a BGC glide, bombed it up on this little tree. And it was, like I said, middle of winter time it was probably 55, 60 degrees out today. Water temp was pretty cold, you know, like 55 degrees, probably, probably 50, 55 degrees. Bombed a BGC up on this tree and got smoked. Fucking, like I said, four and three quarter pound spot. But the wolf pack that was behind that spot trying to eat the BGC out of the other spot's mouth, all magnum spots, all four, four, I'd say four to five pound spots, all magnum spots. You just don't see that on the legs here. How many? In when you say wolf huh? pack, are you talking five, six? Are you talking 15, I'm talking, 20? I'm talking, seven, I'm talking seven, eight, nine. Like just really nice that many i'm talking like just all magnum spots seven eight nine spots all in one and that you just you won't see that on norman for whatever reason it's gotta be the forage it could be i mean both kiwi and norman they both get hammered out the ass but i just i think kiwi sets up better forage wise and the, the spots in kiwi they're always fat too same as hartwell the spots in I mean, depending on the year, obviously, depending on the time of year, obviously, but even in the wintertime, mm-hmm. if I catch a spot in Norman, like a 19, 20 inch spot, some bitches skinny, man. Some bitches, yeah. you know, maybe three pounds, if that, two and a half, three pounds at 19, 20 inches. But that one I caught on Kiwi, December 31st, that spot was 19 and a half inches and it was four and almost five pounds. So it's just, yeah. they just don't get dense and fat over here in Charlotte like they do on oh, a savannah chain and it's the same i mean all those lakes out there you gotta think kiwi hartwell clarks hill russell all those lakes they got they got magnum spots and then you go three hours like three hours uh towards atlanta if you go towards atlanta you got lanier lanier's the same way it's just magnum spots everywhere and they're all dense and they're all thick but for whatever reason the lakes in charlotte they just they just don't. They just don't get that fat here. I mean, you can catch obviously. It's tom- a genetics uh-huh. thing, you
3: know. Honestly, uh-huh. like it's probably a genetics thing. Like it I might, think yeah. people don't give enough credit to genetics in terms of like a solid fishery, and that's why I think it's so important that people really are calling out some of these smaller bass because it's like uh, you know how everybody passes on that that fucking odd looking buck. Well, guess what? That disgusting, dirty thing goes around and just screws all the females. And just keeps spreading its fucking seed, and then all the good bucks, you know, are getting shot. It's the same as a fish. If if everybody's, you know, targeting the best of the best, and even if you're not keeping them, like if you're catching these big fish, as we already established, they're getting stressed, they're dying, probably at a much higher rate than you know some of these other fish that like this thing is disgusting, and they just throw it back. You know, it's and- probably probably like it's just genetics. Good That's no staying, so like Lake,
2: Lake Hartwell is Lake Hartwell's huge. It's like 55 60,000 acres, something like that. Lake Hartwell Whoa. has got Yeah, Lake Hartwell That's is big. huge. Yeah, it's I think it's somewhere around there. 50 in between 50 and 60,000, I'm pretty sure. But Lake Hartwell's got like Norman's got striper, they got hybrids and shit, but it's not near as popular as Hartwell. Hartwell's got fifty five, sixty pound striper landlocked. Hart- Hartwell, Russell, Clarks Hill, they all got massive striper. And that's where this plays in the part. A couple years ago, um, I think it was SCDNR put out like a like a no hit limit for spots. And the striper fishermen, they already hate the spots, you know, because them spots will come, them little baby spots, little two, three pound spots will come out and eat, you know, a seven or eight inch herring or whatever. They'll eat, they'll eat a herring and then them striper, striper fishermen get pissed off. So that's where the striper fishermen came in play a couple years ago. The striper fishermen went out and they would catch, you know, 20, 30, 40 spots a day, all small, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 inches, and they'd kill them. And that's what, and you got, like, Hartwell has a lot of striper fishing, especially in the winter and the springtime, just because them stripers are pushing backs in the creeks and, you know, you can catch, you can catch 30 pounders, shallow as shit down there in Hartwell. and. Russell and Clarks Hill. So a lot of those striper guys, they would go out and they would keep mass amounts of spots. And I think like a lot of – it, if one person's doing it, obviously it's not going to make a big difference. But if you got 100, 200 well, striper weird. guys going out and doing it and keeping mass amounts of spots every weekend, it's going to – I mean, it's it's going to – you're going to notice eventually that, you know, you're going to start catching – um bigger spots or healthier spots versus you know 12 13 14 inch spots and obviously i mean you can go out on hartwell and you can have those days where you're just going to catch little squint little squeaker spots but i've noticed since i've been back here and since i've been back fishing hartwell it's really not that bad anymore it's not as bad as it used to be you know you can go out and you can catch good spots you can catch good largemouth um and yeah i mean like if i go to hartwell at one point last year I'd go to Hartwell. one, almost catch a five pound largemouth every time out there, but it's it's not like that up here in Norman. It's just Norman, Wiley, a lot of the lakes. It's just not like that up here. Which is, I like one of you said, the genetics is probably it, you know. But yeah. genetics, the forage, that's all got to play a part in there. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if I if I wasn't if I wasn't traveling and I wasn't working on the road. I would live in Greenville probably and I'd I'd fish Green I would I'd be perfectly fine with living in Greenville and fishing the Savannah chain just because of fishing so much better. But you know, it's it's also nothing compared to Tennessee or Texas or Georgia, Florida, whatever. Obviously Texas and yeah. Florida are in different categories, but it's still South Carolina, North Carolina fishing is nothing in comparison to any of those other lakes. Georgia, Tennessee, um you know those lakes pretty much so yeah but texas texas i in texas for a year and three months year and four months and texas was the best fishing i've ever seen in my life and probably might might be some of the best fishing i'll ever see both as far as inshore and bass fishing go i mean it's mm-hmm. just the bass fishing like that spot i'm talking i was talking about earlier with the you know you can go and catch mouth and stripers in one spot, you know, the gizzard shad in that particular body of water were all perfect size gizzard shad. Like, out here on Hartwell, you can find them's good pods, those good pods or good schools of gizzard shad, you know, 9, 10 inches or whatever, but a lot of times you can find them gizzard shad. They're just fucking huge. They're just 15, 16-inch gizzard shad, but those ones in Texas and those river systems, they're all just perfect- Bait munch size. Perfect phony frog size. Eight inches, seven, eight, nine inches. Just perfect for largemouth and both stripers to eat with no problem. But yeah, I mean that's just fucking Texas for you. Everything's bigger. Everything's better in Texas. But that shit piss off though, I'll tell you that. I left Texas. I left Texas in April or end of March in twenty one. And there's a lake out there called um don't name it. <laughs> well, I don't give a fuck. I don't live there, but I won't name it. But um <laughs> it's it's a lake out there. I mean I, I don't I, fucking, I don't give a fuck. But there's this lake out there, when I lived out there was there, there was no grass in this lake. And there wasn't any grass in this lake for like a year or two before I lived there. And then literally two months after I leave the whole fucking lake is covered in grass, covered in that perfect hydrilla shit. And there's dudes pulling fucking sevens, eights, nines, tens out of there, out the ass. Same as another lake a little north of it. But, yeah, I left what's, all that what's shit. out the ass? What, like,
3: what do you mean?
2: Like, how often do you see one? No, get? okay, okay, okay. Close. So not, I'm over-exaggerating, not out the ass. But the guys are catching all- a lot of big fish out A lot more big fish than what I saw when i was out there from both me and other fishermen but as soon as the grass popped up and the grass covered the whole entire lake because you gotta think so this lake when i lived out there it was pretty bare you know there's a lot of cover on the banks but and there's there's a lot of spots for the fish to be on the banks but when that grass all comes back and it's all just grass in the whole lake it just mm-hmm. opens everything up you can do anything you can throw a sitting
1: I don't think it's as much as the grass providing hiding areas for the bass. I think it's, it provides the hiding areas for the forage. I was about yeah, to so say, you can a say lot like, more if power. you've ever like grabbed a clump of hydrilla in the summertime on any Southern Lake, you're pulling up at least six little bluegill. Yeah. Like, Oh, like really dollar store bluegill, like that or dollar store, really? d- you know, silver dollar bluegill. You know what I mean? Like they're everywhere. Like, eating insects and stuff in the grass and it gives them yeah, a place yeah. to hide and when that grass dies then like think like November to March time frame on these southern lakes when a lot of that grass dies off and it becomes patchy all those fish become yeah just freaking nature fat like being fat in the winter time is not a normal thing for a largemouth because they, they don't eat a lot like they're not oh. wired to eat a lot
3: in the winter time like up here they, like they're, they're, these they're, are they don't expel like any energy they they don't intake as much by any means exactly even closer, but they're they're expelling even less like their their bodies are conditioned to
1: Okay, not well, what, just I'm is, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like until they start a pre-spawn feed they you don't typically find fat fish you find big fish and they're not as skinny as they are post-spawn but they're not they're not just overweight, but by, like by for me, the frame.
3: I will say I catch a lot of a lot of big bellied fish. This is gonna if this makes you guys probably understand what I'm saying. Where they're they're fat, like especially in the stomach, but they they thinned out throughout the Paper rest off. of the body. You know
0: how when a yeah. fat
3: gets like a bass gets really fat in the tail, that yeah, is it's like it's
0: like it's like, thick, like that fish chase body. caught. That fish Chase yeah. caught this year? Yeah. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. Like, fucking swallowed a, a bowling fucking, ball, and that's it. code.
3: Yeah. You know Chase stuffed a bowling <laughs> ball on that fish, right? True story. <laughs> that is literally a one-and-a-half-pound bass, and he stretched out the bowling ball. Yeah.
1: Stretched it. Yeah. He literally
3: bought the bowling ball from me. True story. Um, no <laughs> hate, though. But... Uh,
4: that do the same thing.
3: Do, do you guys... So this is something I kind of said earlier. Do you guys notice there's a difference between like a fat bass and like a dense bass? Yes. Especially seasonally yes. speaking. Yes. Like yes. you look at a bass yes. 20 inches, and it's like this thing is like a you know four or five pound bass or whatever, but then you could catch something similar genetics significantly shorter, and it's it's like the same weight. But it's got that a long I caught a 17
1: I mean, yeah, exactly. inch 5.64 pounder. Any species of animal really. That's not a, that's... I caught a seventeen inch five point six four pounder here. It, like really didn't look fat, was just like wide yeah. throughout yeah. its entire body was just yeah. wide,
3: yeah. that's why I think genetics really comes into play for like the the exceptional bass you need oh, yeah, to be the, these like really good genetics, and then they need to have the proper forage. It's like the stars need to align. But you can kind of, you know, help a little bit in some regards, like in terms of maintaining a fishery. I mean,
1: as far as I far think as, as that need to align for like a freak in nature, but I don't think for even like northern strain fish, I think it doesn't take as much as we think. I think there's a lot more giant fish than we even believe exist. You think so? At, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, because you got to think, where, where dudes, you, dudes where, are in Massachusetts catching eight pounders. Like, that's not normal. Those are fish that are eating trout.
3: Gotta be, right. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, <laughs> like, if there's, if you're consistently catching solid bass out of a certain area, like, then I can see, I guess that not would to great. Not to hate anybody, but like, it might, <laughs> like, you're probably a great fisherman, but there's probably something else going on <laughs> as well. You know, no hate, but like, there's probably also something, like, the fishery is probably exceptional. You know? Like, you can't catch a big fish if there's no big fish to be fucking caught. It's as simple as that. Like, there's nothing
2: else to it. Yeah. As far as the genetics and shit go, there's a spot, like, the genetics and the density, there's a spot down there in Jacksonville in Florida, and it's a pond. It's a pressured pond, but it's a pond, but it grows the most freak of nature largemouth. I've, I, my PB came out of there. It was nine forms, 22 and a half inches long.
0: Yeah, dude, that fish looks fucked up.
2: Well, em yeah, like, it was... That fish is was, so weird. What fish?
0: That fish you caught, it, like, it, dude, it was yeah. like... Hold on, I gotta go look at the picture okay. of it again.
2: Yeah, the, the fish, it was... Like, it has, has mouth on it, but... It's just fucking, just, it wasn't, I don't know, brother, but I mean, you could fit. You could it fit was tall.
5: Kidney.
2: It was tall. It was very tall. Very it tall was tall. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. But, and there's a lot of the lake, a lot of, the, I mean, not, well, not a lot of the places in Florida like that. There's that, That's the only place I've ever fished in Florida that has fish like that, where fish come out like that. It's the only place I've really ever fished fish come out like that. Just fucking bowling balls. Other than smallmouth, you know, but, I mean, that fish is just fucking freaking nature. I've I've got a couple eights in Florida or in Texas and shit, but them eights in Texas, you know, they're long. You know, they're
0: 20,
2: 20 fucking, I kind of ate one in Texas and it was 25 inches long, spawned out, but, I mean, yeah, it's just, I've never seen largemouth like that grow like that anywhere else i don't know what it was i mean that place had the same exact forage that any other place in florida has shiners crawfish you know obviously your bluegill and your crappy and shit like that but for whatever reason that one little spot just produced fucking megas for no fucking reason there's another guy caught a teener down there in that same spot and i think it was i think it was like 24 25 inches long something like that like isn't that where the the
3: world record in terms of length fish came out of? It was Florida? Am I or am I wrong in saying that? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's Florida.
3: I feel like maybe it was a maybe it was a YouTube video, but I'm, yeah. it wasn't like a huge. It was like twelve pounds, right?
1: I remember uh, what you were talking about. It was, 20, it, it was It was like almost thirty inches long.
3: Yeah, but it was like stupid long, healthy enough fish, but it just wasn't like a dense fish. Like it That's just all. was genetically predisposed to be this long, skinny fucker Florida Florida you know I mean? Davidson fish flying around down there. Yeah. and it's just like it's a eight pounders. how they're capable like they're they're within certain you know limits of what they can be. Like fish by me, I almost the only time I see a fat fish, like a genuine bowling ball belly fat fish is during the shad spawn. That's it. that for me. But like I also have fish here in of uh, fat man. Most of them that I catch are like the stocky fish, like lo- healthy looking fish, but they don't always get the length. so
1: what California had was a severe lack of northern strain bass, a influx of pure Florida strain bass, Florida, like pure Florida bass. California has a lot of problems, to be honest with you. um combined with <laughs> combined with over and frequent and overly frequent trout stockings. Like the trout they were stocking was to feed families. Like they were literally feed, they were putting enough trout in there for people who were just like going to catch the limit and taking it home every day just to I, eat.
3: I, I don't think people understand exactly what you're saying. Like, like this is the most accurate statement of all time in terms of California trout fishing. Dude, I show up to a lake, and every three feet is somebody just pulling dead floater trout out. It is the most horrific sight ever. It's like wouldn't like these fish, literally are bait. It's a grocery store of these trout, and they're just sitting in lukewarm water. And you're just like, oh, I guess I'll have three today. It's disgusting.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of them trout out there too. They stock in Cali. They're not they're not small trout either. Like I've, I've seen. No, they're good, good sized yeah, they're good-sized trout. Like, like, we're
3: talking like 14, 16 inches. Like they're, they're not like little 8-inch fucking trout. They can get big too, some of them. They'll throw in like whatever, like a 6, 8-pounder, whatever it is. A, 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 a what? Trickle point? Triploid. What triploid.
1: Trip. What's, what's the origins
3: of that? You know? Or
1: a brood stock. It's, it's, just, a, it's just an overly-sized trout. I can read the definition to you. Hold on. trip.
2: I't do know they, got, they do trout stockings. I don't know how it is for you, Brian, but the, they do trout stockings out here, too, but I don't think it's like the ones in Cali. It's obviously not as far as the amount goes, but it's also I don't know as far as size goes either. I think a lot of out, a lot of them out here, they're like them little schooly sized trout, you know, eight, nine, 10 inch trout, and that's it. you know, like okay. Anthony. So a triploid, ones.
1: A triploid trout is a trout. That has been genetically modified to be sterile, so all its energy goes into eating. Simon, that's, oh, makes
3: it. Nice. that's like a fucking that's like the opposite of a salmon that's spawning.
4: Yes. It's the exact yes. opposite. That's crazy. Um what am I looking for here, guys?
1: And then a brooder, a broodstock trout is a breeder fish. That they use to fertilize eggs at a hatchery. Hmm. So, That's
0: just the cum bucket to the hatchery.
1: Uh, Yep.
3: (laughs) That was literally my nickname in high school, believe it or not. Um,
4: (laughs) Oh, shit.
3: Oh, real quick. Just random as fuck. But to throw it out there, herring is more calorically dense than trout. And kokanee are more calorically dense than uh, trout as well, but slightly Dude, less I, than herring. So it goes I, I herring, bet you that's why
0: I cow. bet you that's why upper New York smallmouth fishing is so good is because the herring out of Lake Superior.
3: That might be one of the most underrated fisheries in terms of like swim bait fishing. I don't know why I don't see more people doing it. I have no idea why. Maybe it's just they're not as you know prone to eating swim baits. Like or why not just throw a drop shot if you catch you know six seven eight pound smallies like all day long? But
2: yeah, I've never seen anyone throw like a sixty eight hood up there. Uh, like, I feel like a hood would be like fucking me. supreme magic for them smallmouth up there. You would think, but like,
3: I mean, if it's working, not like you know what I mean? Like I, I like to try so, something new. It's of, like, like it's like Pro.
1: It's like uh Chickamauga, like dudes were catching all those giants, um, just conventionally fishing. It's gonna quickly become swim baits. Dudes are throwing swim baits, or so they're live baiting to catch those big fish, cause it's not happening like it used to. And that's just like the gods the truth. Like those fish, those big ones, they all got released. You know what I mean? Like they are, they're all still, they're all still there, but they're smarter now. They're smart enough not to eat a freaking DD twenty two.
2: Hell, me, me me and you saw that Brian up there. That when we went out like that fish that you moved off one of those docks. There's Ooh. that fish. That fish moved off a jig or anything, bro. I mean, that fish was moving off a swim bait, and that's it.
1: Oh, you talking about the one that chased it through the air?
2: Yeah, like that one. There's no. Oh, that yeah. Fish, Wait. done that with a jig. So, that with a bait.
1: so we were fishing this stretch of docks, and I threw over a rope. And I said, watch this. This is going to be the cast where a big one bites and we're on the other side of this rope. So thinking that, I was like, oh, I should probably just go ahead and reel this in. So I pop it out of the water. It's a, I was starting a 316 workhorse. It's like an 8-inch glide. And I pop it up out of the water. And I go to like – you ever seen how people like will try to – if they make a bad cast, they'll yank it back all the way? I did that and pulled the bait out of the water like maybe 15 feet. And four feet into the air, and it lands at the boat. And as it's going through the air, I looked underneath it, and there's a fish, probably a five or six pounder, it follows it through the air. Bait hits the water, fish hits the bait right in my right at our feet. Remember that?
2: Yeah, a it's bad one of the cra- one of the
1: craziest things I've ever seen.
3: You think the shadow caught its attention? It wasn't, or do you think it was looking up? How, how do you think it? I don't know. Do I, think I have no idea. Like-
2: that fish uh, wasn't even remotely... That fish, that cast that you made, I don't even think that was even remotely on a dock, though. You know, they just so cast there. on... So there's it's like always,
1: a... Right, the same. You so so like, cast. there's like stumps and stuff all along that bank that aren't on the docks. Oh, okay. That's why I was casting in between. Oh. But, yeah, so I'm assuming I just landed next to a stump or something, and she was gonna eat, and I pulled it away from her, and she was like, oh, no. Dude, that's like, that's
0: um, like the it, video... That's like the video of the guy with the KGB, or, uh, with the Chad Shad who snagged up on that uh, deadhead that's like a foot yeah. and a half out of the water. And he goes yeah. over to pull it out. And that fish just fucking comes up and damn near takes it out of his hand.
3: A foot and a half out of the water?
0: Dude, I will send you that video. Dude, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, the bait is not even close to the water. And he literally he paddles or, or trolling motors yeah. over there in this little John boat. And he's getting ready to grab, this, grab the uh, Chad Shad from off this deadhead. And, dude, this fucking fish comes out, grabs it off the log, and shoots back down into the water. And he catches Wait, it, and he flips it into what the was boat. What's
1: crazy about this was the yeah. bait wasn't like – it wasn't – the only thing that this would mimic is if you've ever seen fish school on Gizzard Shad, and like a Gizzard Shad will jump out of the water, then jump again, then jump again, and the fish will just wake yeah, the whole time yeah, and reach it. It's exactly what it looked like. But the bait was still like – it was over four feet vertically out of the water,
3: that this fish was. You trying know what? To a bass doesn't have depth perception. Like, a bass doesn't know, like, what the fuck is going on for the most part. Realistically, no. right? Like, if it's looking through the water, like under, like water up into the air, like, do you think it knows the difference between six inches, which is like a viable, you know, distance, and four feet? No, probably not. I think bass are fucking retarded. And that's that's
0: the other thing, like, a fish, people talk about catching small fish on, like, huge baits, Yeah. the fish, a, a fish, dude, I don't know, I don't think a fish knows how fucking big it is, no, like, they don't, don't they, mirror. Mirror. They, they, they don't have a mirror, they don't a have mirror. a mirror to look into it. They
3: don't go up the fucking Derek and say, hey, am I looking fat today, or did I, you know, <laughs> <did> <laughs> they, they don't have it? a
1: mirror, they don't have a mirror, but if you're a 8-inch bass and you're hanging around a bunch of 8-pound bass, you, uh, chances are you're not surviving, so, I think they know like how to group by size for sure you gotta, you or maturity gotta it,
3: you
1: know or that's I right. think they can I think they know their age and they're like they can tell the age of another fish,
3: but I don't think they know age, they probably know maturity level i mean m- maturity level
1: like I don't know because yeah, I've I understand I've caught that a lot of age. fish that were like. I've had a lot of days where it's just little fish, little fish, a little fish, little fish. And then I find the big ones and it's okay. Now I'm catching, this is what the X range size class fish is doing. And this is what this class size range class fish is doing. Like they definitely no, know how that. To group that, makes
3: up. Sense. that makes sense. But that, is that more of a, the fish is just trying to maintain some sort of like homeostasis, right? So like if, if the fish, if the larger fish are, are deeper because the water's core, They're just gonna naturally do it. They're not like, "Hey, there's other big fish over there, right?" They're just doing what they need to do. Like they're they're not Uh, thinking about it. uh,
1: I would disagree. I think that they, I think they definitely think about it because, and I don't think they see large fish. I think they see mature fish. Like I think they see, oh, this fish has been around for probably the same amount of time I have, or this fish knows something I do. 100% though because you gotta think like think about like a deer dude like think about a deer how many times
3: they use hormones that's I think I don't think fish fish probably do the same same thing I don't think bass secrete hormones the same way deer do
4: I mean maybe not not, but
3: but, like no that's tough I I don't know the exact like you know chemical makeup of a a bass during certain times of the year like deer everybody knows right like it's obvious like Deer will at times run out. Deer will run solo. Sometimes they'll run in bachelor groups. Bass are similar to some degree, but do they stay with the same group? Uh, that like you'd have to have like tag data to really know. It, and I I don't have. I think,
1: I think more often I, I think they <laughs> I think they separate by gender more than they separate by size and age combined. But I definitely I, think that um that
3: you think they go by gender.
1: No doubt. Oh, no doubt. There's no doubt they go by gender. What? 150 percent they go by gender.
0: So you think all really? the all the big fish are females hanging out together, and then like inshore under docks and shit is like smaller males just fucking kicking no. it?
1: No, not necessarily. But like I think you can definitely tell when you're catching males because Ow. fish fish to germinate in order to per- to to fertilize fish's eggs, a male bass... Has to nut on them. Has to pee. Has to, has has to, to, to secrete nut. from that organ. So they it's pee without enough. constraint. If you catch one and it's peeing all the time, it's a male. Oh, no doubt. Oh,
3: no! Okay. Well, that's a... Yeah. This fucking okay, animal's and you, nutting on me. But I'm talking about... But no, no, no. I'm, I'm, not, done, like I'm if, not done. I'm okay, okay, not great, done. Sorry, sorry, go so,
1: ahead. If you're fishing in the springtime and you're catching significant numbers of small fish and you're where you think the fish should be in accordance to where the spawn is, those are all males. Those are, there's no doubt, those are all males. Now, occasionally, you can slip up and catch a female that's moved up to some degree with those males. However, during that same time frame, just look at, like, just look at OHIV. Like, all those fish the dudes are catching offshore suspended, those are all females.
3: All so I, I very much agree That'd with that great. statement on the other part of the, like the other 10 months out of the year. I don't think so. I Not don't as know. As because, because
1: I, my anecdotal data, which is just what I've fished with says I've been fishing and in a certain area, I'm catching a certain size and it's not yeah. little ones. And, and, and typically, especially in the north, like, your, your males aren't getting big like that in the spring or in the fall. Or well, during the um, yeah. heavy I mean, feeding period.
3: If the fish isn't nutting on me, and it's not the, the <laughs> obvious females, I'm not quite sure what it is. Like, and here's the thing. I'm not going to be like, ignorant to the fact that, like, hey, I think I'm catching males right now. Or hey, I think I'm catching. Like I'm on, you know, a pattern of big females that have already moved off their beds, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I here's mean, the thing: I can't, I can't fucking look at the the bass and be like, it has a fucking dick. Yeah, that's is there, true. Is is there a way for me to guarantee that? Probably right. Like here, let me look it up real quick.
4: Bass. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Male versus female bass. Cause like the last thing I want to do is try to be like claim and, and, and <laughs> like giving it yeah, dude, and then get fucking cancel culture
0: <laughs> Dude, I need I need a, a Jamie for the show. I need somebody next to me just googling shit. Females
3: will have a circular scaleless area around their urogenital opening. Well, the, the, that's the like males if it was like trout. Like, problem. why can't
0: bass be like trout? Like brown trout, like big brown trout, if they have a hooked lip? Yeah, or, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, like they, they're. How come a deer fucking has antlers? Uh, dogs have a dick. Like, it's just, there's like. Well, dude,
3: get a fucking dick on a on a bass, and like we would have like all of our answers. You know. This is
0: true. This
1: is a true statement.
3: So their urogenital opening. If it has a circular scaleless area, then it's a female. If it's more oblong, it's a male. So now i got to... Is it a little pink thing that oblong extrudes? Oblong or not. No, it's a scaleless area. So it's... I don't even oh, know. Okay, okay. I, don't, I don't even know.
0: Why can't you just so, do like colors like like bluegill and shit? So next time I'm ripping a hook, out
3: take a uh, little pixie there and see what, uh, what we're going
4: with. Oh, dude! There's absolutely no way I'm gonna be able to tell. I just, I'm looking at a picture right now. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, you it's know, like
0: why can't it be like bluegill, where the color, like the breast color, or um, the placement of of the dot on their gill, like fucking characteristics their their gender. Where bass are just fucking stupid. stupid. Yeah, because exactly.
3: then then we could actually have like a decisive definitive conversation regarding this instead of just like Anthony I mean, with, being like if, if know, it's all gonna be hearsay not, not
1: if it's all hearsay, though, I'm still going with a group by friggin' gender on all a all year? Right or, all, or I say, would say a, I would say all year to all a degree. Year. I think all bass mm. like the same areas. However, I think not all bass like being around the same bass. Like, it's no different. Like, you can go over a school of fish and with a, with a sonar and be like, oh, those are big. Or, you can go over a school of bass and be like, oh, there's bass there. And there's a, def- there's a clear and definitive difference when you catch three five, summertime five-pounders that are clearly spawned out females in a row. You know what I mean? Like, in the summertime, you can tell. In the fall, you can still pretty much tell. Like, I, I think big males exist. I don't, I'm not saying they don't exist. I've caught big males, but it's like, you can definitely tell they're older fish. They're like not you know, they're, they've got scars, they're beat up. Like by like the way a bass works, like the way the species works is the females get substantially larger. So whatever your average, whatever your small fish average is, your biggest he average would be would be yes. Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, I think that's like the yeah, yeah. Like the upper range it would be like majority female. But then I don't know, I feel like we're like like how do you how do you come to these conclusions? Like you know what I mean? Like how many bass are in the lake and how many actually catch a I guess that you have to put in the time. It's one of those things where you kind of, I guess, know it or feel it or like if you're really good with your body of water. But and, and ultimately, does it does it really make a fucking difference? Like, do Probably you not. do you think? Um, like if you knew you were catching all females and you're catching good fish, are you changing something? Or if you're catching solid all males, would you change something?
1: I would change my location. For
3: sure. Oh, yeah.
1: Because if you're just catching males, you're going to luck into a female.
3: What percentage of largemouth bass are
1: hermaphrodites, do you think? Oh, man. I don't even know what that word means.
3: Where they're both uh, male and female. I think
1: um, it's
3: likely to go with antlers. I think
1: it can happen. I think it can happen.
3: No, they're not like uh, what do they call it, protogenous or whatever, where they can change.
1: Like no, uh, I think it can. I think it can happen. I think fish Uh, are like one of the only like no animals that can do that.
3: Species of fish, I know Oscars are certain types of like fucking grouper are. I don't know if there's any. I think starfish are
0: too, aren't they? They can switch. Starfish? What? That's
3: because they have fish in their name. They're like they're like the lowest of the low.
0: Well, people let sure them dry out fingers. on their
3: fucking front porch. They're allowed to. They don't count. Animals that, I think it's. Let me look this up. But clown like clownfish, clown. Oh yeah, because remember how in like Nemo, when fucking the wife gets sh- like smacked, the dad when would just turn into a female and, and fuck the son. True story. That's what's supposed to happen.
0: Central bearded dragons. Uh, common red frogs, yeah, the frogs are gay. That's part of that. A but they were they were all, they were all just turning into world. females, so that that wasn't really a biological thing. that was a chemical thing. Green turtles, green. You sea know what's turtles. crazy?
3: Male or not, males. Humans are kind of like that now. Now that we have so many um, transgender, we're, like
0: we've
3: done it by ourselves, <laughs> but we're almost like maybe
0: we'll evolve to the point where we do that. You know. But like, can a clownfish relative can they be a male? The female dies or whatever. Can that male have a reproductive organ that lets him produce yes. eggs? And, and they oh, oh so they just, it just doesn't like take the role and more or less it, it can it can physically alter its internals to to carry on the population. I guess.
3: Yeah, it's a hormonal like. Shift. Oh. Like, um, I am pretty sure. But like, what happens is their penis fucking fall off, and then does their, you know, vagina grow out? I don't, I don't know.
1: I don't know, but I do know this. I have to cut this short because my baby is going nuts right now. So yeah, I had fun. Yeah, that's fine. I will <laughs> see you boys when I can. And oh dang, I almost hit the stop recording button. That was the wrong button. My bad. Uh, <laughs> You're good. We're about yeah. to end
0: it anyway. I will yeah, see you guys
1: yeah. uh in another podcast for sure when I, maybe when I start fishing again, if that ever happens.
5: <laughs> but
4: alright, right Brian. Dude. Have a good right, night, see you man. Guys. Easy.
0: Bye. <laughs> um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about or kind of close it down? Anthony, it's gotta be like oh, you're you're quitting your job tomorrow. You don't gotta go you don't got anything going on.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm just fucking I probably well just to just to keep the viewers in the loop, what I'll probably do is I'll um I'll probably <laughs> take a couple bass, a male and a female, and I'll just kill one at a time.
0: Hell yeah. See what uh, goes on.
3: See what happens, if the, any penises develop or not. We're <laughs> Dude, uh, so were we just talking that. about fish
2: growing penises?
3: Yeah, going? like uh, kind of Hey, have you from. seen that
2: video? There's this dude. He fucking shot a deer, right? So it's like it's a nice buck. It's not a nice buck. And uh, it's a doe. Was it. Yeah, doe, doe didn't have any fucking balls.
4: Yeah, yeah that's,
2: that's what you are talking about. That's a
3: pretty common thing, to be honest. That, but that's like, yeah, it's it's just it's just it's, it's just like testosterone and estrogen. Like some
2: yeah, exactly. people, you know, it's like
0: Sometimes Britney Grinder. Own, it's just like that. Like, it's just like, it's like Britney, like Britney Grinder. Britney grinder, it's
2: real out? Yeah, sometimes she would have antlers. I don't have balls either.
3: Who's Brittany grinder? The basketball player that's in Russia? Oh, Griner. Oh, bro. Griner, like, what? grinder, like, whatever. I thought that was
2: like a fucking porn star or something, dude. I was like, grinder. dude, sometimes sometimes I wake up in the morning to to go do the old scratch and sniff and I can't even find my balls, bro. You know what I mean? That's the <laughs> that's the beginning of hermaphroditism in <laughs> in you.
0: Oh okay, yeah, we're cutting this. We're cutting this down. <laughs> we're yeah, I it down. I'll, I'll see. <laughs> Alrighty, I want to thank one, right? I want to thank Anthony, Bye. Ryan, Anthony, Anthony, Riley, and Brian for coming on. Like I said, I'll leave their. Uh, oh, Anthony's gone. I'll leave their um their Instagrams and everything in the bio. Um, make sure if you guys uh, want to make sure you guys follow them. Like I said, all their stuff will be in the description. Uh, make sure if you guys haven't, give the show a five-star rating on your listening platform. I appreciate it. Uh, what else is there? Uh, make sure you guys follow the podcast Instagram, scalesandtails underscore podcast. Uh, Riley, you want to say anything before we close it out? Scratch and Sniff is out. Going to bed. Okay. all right. uh, We'll talk to everybody next time. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks, guys.